This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and riding solo today on The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast committed to bringing you information, motivation, and sometimes a little bit of inspiration. Did I say that twice? Hey, dumbbells, let's get dumb. All right, bell babies, it's me, your girl, Erin, coming in hot from my little rainy weight room. I'm alone today, except for my good friend who is the guest, Um, but I'll get to that later. I am 34 weeks pregnant, so I'm out of breath for most of the episode. So cut me a little slack and... Just honestly, send up a prayer. Welcome to the weight room. It is Jess Rona. Hello. Hi. That's a great <laughs> intro. You're, you have so much energy. I think it's because you work out a lot. Oh my gosh. It's not at all. It's fake. It's all derived out of um, fakeness. Survival. <laughs> Survival mode. Absolutely. Slept. Sleep deprivation, sleep deprivation. Yeah. And, um, no, I do, right before I start a podcast, I smack myself in the face of, like 50 times. Do just you really? So ready. Hard? No. Are you <laughs> no. joking? Oh my God. I was like, is that a thing? You really, you, I really believed you. I was like, wait, no. Oh my God. <laughs> No, but I will say I am holding the mic different than I normally. I normally don't hold it. I normally have it in its little like house, like stand. And I, when I decided tonight to hold the mic in my hand, I had a flashback to a podcast I did like six years ago, maybe seven. It was called Inside the Disney Vault with Oscar Montoya and crew. A lot of fun people on that podcast. We watched Melissa and I, old comedy, you know, you know, Melissa. We did this podcast. We watched a bunch of old Disney movies and they handed me the mic to do the podcast like this, like I'm a stand up comedian. And I was never more insane on a podcast than I was that night. And I, as I put this mic in my hand tonight, I was like, well, will she come back or not? And maybe the answer is, Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's when the handhold. When you say you were insane, what does that mean? I like... Just high energy? I was high energy and I, I... Listen, I have not listened to the podcast like in however many years it's been since it came out. I was maybe not funny at all, but I felt like... It felt like I had never been funnier than that night. I love that. I love that feeling. <laughs> And there's certain people in my life that make me feel like that. They just laugh at everything. And I'm like, there's no, I, you have to be laughing just to be nice at this point. This, I'm not that funny, (laughs) but like sometimes I, sometimes, you know, when you're good, you know, and you Uh can like really command a conversation and like make someone laugh um, when you're really on. Those are fun. Those are fun times. They're few and far between, but they're fun. They are, and they stick with you. I think that's what makes improv so addicting, because mm-hmm. it happens like one every, you know, other 
for me, one every 150 times. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every, every one of those, I'm like, oh, I'll never forget this moment. Oh, and I want man. it again. Yeah. Hit that drug, baby. Yes. It is so addicting. It is like a dopamine hit for sure. When you get, a, when you have a really funny improv show, oh, it's so fun. I love it. <laughs> Well, how, how, okay, so just so everyone knows, it is the rainiest day of all time, I'm pretty sure is what I heard on the news uh, in yeah. Los Angeles. Yeah. How are you doing? Oh, I was going to tell you a story before, like right before oh, we yes. clicked record. Okay, so. Yes. Okay, I, tell me so and last everyone. night, <laughs> so last night, um, I was texting. I have two employees that work with me to shoot content. Um, for my Instagram and and TikTok and all the things, but um, we have it. We on Mondays we do one on one grooming where we could do these quiet ASMR style baths for um, for socials, and so we schedule them when the shop is closed. And so today the shop was closed, but like it's just so crazy raining. There's like emergency flooding warnings. Everyone's like, if you can work mm-hmm. from home today, please do. And I was like, we only have the one dog let's just reschedule that one dog. And so I, and then my, my assistant Colin was like, let's just read, let's see how it go, how it goes. And like in the morning we'll see. And I was like, I'll just reach out to this client just to see if they're coming. So I texted them the night before, Hey, just confirming tomorrow. And they said, yep, we'll be there. And I was like, well, I guess we're going to do it. Um, <laughs> and so this morning I'm like, dude, it's really pouring. And it was like, I just was afraid to work and all of us were like, there's still flood warnings till 9am. What should we do? And so I reached out to this client and I just said, Hey, would you be open to coming later on in the week? And she just said, Oh, I'm driving from Santa Rosa. I got in the car at 3am to get to the appointment. I'm on the road right now. Oh my gosh. I know. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you fucking kidding me? You're driving from that far. I mean, I've had people come from far, but I didn't realize and so I felt so bad. Oh, and at that point, I was gosh. like, my mindset was like, I want to be home so bad today. Like, we basically, I canceled every other thing. And I was like, let's just work from home and be cozy. Um, my sister was in town and her flight was canceled. And I was just like, I really think I should stay home. And so, yeah, it was crazy. And so I just felt so bad. And then the person was like, I was like, is there any way you can come tomorrow? She's like, I booked a hotel. And I was like, great. Can you come tomorrow? And she said, actually, I was just going to leave really early to get my hair done in Vegas. I'm like, who is this person driving down to get their dog groomed in LA and then drive to Vegas the next day to get their hair done? Now I have questions. Now, now, and I was like, okay, interesting. I just felt so much pressure, but basically we figured it out. I'm going to go at 745 tomorrow morning and groom the dog. And so she's going to still be able to go to Vegas and get there by 5 p.m. for her hair appointment. Isn't that chaotic? I was like, I felt I mean, so bad. Uh, I was like really on a long text chain with this person. Like she yes. had to pull up. I mean, it was just Could was you crazy. do her hair too? Is there? Is I probably there could. I probably could, but not. maybe not. Not really. So I'd have to put her in the bathtub and it'd be a whole thing. But yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. I know. I felt, I felt so bad, but like she understood. She was really sweet about it. She's like, I totally get it. 
And she said, where I am, there's no rain. And I'm like, I mean, I this was like at maybe, man, 8 a.m. this morning or something. She was driving from, she had already been on the road since 3.30, I don't know. Just, she's oh like, I'll do anything gosh. for my dog. Oh, I, I mean, know, I felt really so bad. Will I. But that's a really long drive. <laughs> that's a really long drive. I'm so excited. Wow. I got to meet this. So I'm going to meet the dog tomorrow. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my Isn't gosh. I can't wait. I can't wait to find out more about this dog. I know. Her name's Angel. I don't really know anything about her. But yeah. Well, that's a sweet name. It is a sweet <laughs> well, name. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, that's a lot of driving for hair. Mm-hmm. First things first. And second, um, I was trying to find a place that I could take my dogs further away where there was no rain so that they could just take a shit for the first time in 48 hours. I know. I know. Every time <laughs> so, it rains, the dogs come into the shop and they all pee and poop because nobody's gone potty because they don't want to go outside yes. in the rain. It's, no, cr- it's just, yeah, it's crazy. We have this thing called Fresh Patch, and it's a grass patch. Thank God for Fresh Patch. Oh, my but gosh. That's like actually it, a really good idea. Yeah, it de- they deliver it every week to the shop. And, like, they, oh just, my gosh. they just get fresh grass. Isn't that they'll, cool? They'll do it anywhere. Anyway. Because I was like, we have a, a garage. And I was like, maybe I'll just dr- walk them around the garage till they shit in the garage. This isn't my dream. But this this fresh patch situation could be a solution for the future. Because mm-hmm. right now yeah. I'm thinking about like You got your building hands a, full. My gosh. I do. I have two dogs. I will say Charlie will poop in the rain. He will. He would rather not, but he will. Poncho? holds it for days mm-hmm. today i did run them ragged when it was like just barely raining and he and poncho shit everywhere <laughs> <laughs> he'd like catch a ball and then he'd poop with it the ball Aww. in his mouth and i'm like yes you get it out kiddo because we got Cute. more rain coming tomorrow <laughs> yeah it's just supposed it's supposed oh to die gosh. down tomorrow tonight or tomorrow morning it it's insane it is. it's it's crazy. I, I mean, I know that the rest of the country probably scoffs at us, but I will say this. I, I grew up in the Northwest when it snowed. Like we, I grew up on like the um, West side of Washington state when it snowed and you weren't in the mountains, you're just down in normal, normal lands. You don't, it, everything shuts down. People don't know what to do. The, they don't have the structure for snow they have the structure for rain but they don't have the structure for snow that's the same here like it rains for 18 minutes and my backyard is flooding yeah <laughs> like we just don't have the drainage and so where where in the northwest did you grow up so like fast where on the west side of washington state like by olympic so i grew up national park um well, no, I would say because I grew up like um, on the other side of the peninsula. I like lived for a while in a little town called Port Orchard, Washington. Really? And then Vancouver, Washington was where I lived. That was Wait, down by that's Portland, where, Oregon. That's where my husband's from. From Vancouver, Washington? Yes, I go there every year for Christmas. 
Van oh my Tucky. gosh, what the frick? Yeah. Van Tucky, I have a freaking mm-hmm. mug with that on it. Oh really? my gosh, I'm dying. That is crazy. Yeah, I go every Wait. year. Every year. I love it. I love it so much. I mean. That is so wild. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk more about this. Okay, wait. God. We have to get to you, Jess. Enough about (laughs) dogs and enough about my ass. Let's talk about where you're from because you're on the dumbbells and we got to find about your muscles. All right? Okay. I'm wearing a hoodie, but you can't see my muscles, but I got a good one coming in. Um, okay, so okay, what do you Jess know? and I have known each other like a million years, and we have worked out together in the past, but I've been noticing you've been getting after it at the gym, <laughs> and I said, Jess, come through, talk to the dumbbells, let's hear your story. So that's where we'll get there, but I want to start back where you're from. What'd you do? Were you a kid that played sports? Were you a kid that did like crunches by their bed every night instead of prayers? Like what was your life like with fitness growing up? So for me, fitness was non-existent in my life. I was the chubby kid that was telling jokes, making everyone laugh, not like always wanting to find a way to lose weight but never like being mindful about it or, you know, realizing like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have lasagna noodles with butter and Parmesan every day. Um, and mm, so I, know, I but got you get in the habit. It's hard. You get in the habit. It's so good. <laughs> I would just like have these God, big fat good. lasagna noodles, huge fat yes. lasagna noodles. <laughs> I just had the worst. I mean, also, by the way, my stepdad had vending machines as part, what part of his business. And so he had a truck full of anything you could find in a vending machine. And I just had access to that truck whenever I wanted. My mouth is open. Yeah. I, I yeah. can't. Oh my yeah. gosh. What a dream. So I would just go in the back of the truck and get Cheetos, Reese's, literally anything. Did you have to drop any cash or you just get No, it was just so. open the back door to the truck. Oh and my so God, that's awesome. He also had a catering business where we would do hot dogs. Like I've, I worked, I've been working since I was like 13. Um, and yeah, I would just um, work the catering business. We would make hot dogs and I would eat all the hot dogs. Like I just, no, no health and fitness <laughs> in that, in my childhood. My sister played basketball, but I was just getting stoned in the handball courts. Like that, that was me. I was just like, not, <laughs> not healthy at all. It wasn't on my radar. I did want to be skinny, but I didn't know really how to be healthy or care about being healthy. Oh my gosh. Okay. Hold on. So how did you figure out how to make this lasagna noodle Parmesan? Oh my God. I have no idea. Did you, I think it was just, we had, we had those noodles and I was like, Oh, I'm going to make this. Um, (laughs) yeah, I just didn't even, I don't think we had other kinds of noodles. I think I just made that. I love that. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I'm like, who eats just big fat lasagna noodles? I mean, I really, I just slathered fucking butter on it and Parmesan, <laughs> like a ton of Parmesan and like I made mean, the noodles really, like so really good. soft. Yeah. So yum, it right? Whoever's so listening good. to this is going to be was, like, I got to go make that. 
I know. But don't do I'm it. Like if I don't do it. If I redid my first trimester of pregnancy, that would be what I ate instead mm-hmm. of just like honey bunches of oats and oh, that's crackers and hummus. Yeah. Oh yes, but I like that. I just wanted carbs, and I'm like, God, that yeah. sounds. I just incredible. want carbs, and I'm not pregnant, and I've never been pregnant, and I still just want carbs. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. It's uh, it's quite a ride. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. It's quite a ride. Um, okay, what part of the country were you in? Los Angeles. Grew up in L.A. in the oh Valley. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You were here. I was here. Weird. You hardly ever meet people from here. I know. I lived in New York for a couple of years, which is where I started UCB. But for the most part, I've just been in L.A. my whole life. Oh, my gosh. Because where do you go from here? It, it, it would be it's, hard. I know. And my mom's here. Like, I just, yeah. I. My mom's no. from Brooklyn. And so I was, like, when I was 26, I was like, I want to be, fr- I want to be someone from somewhere else. Like, when I'm living in L.A., everyone's from everywhere. I want to be from somewhere. So yeah. it's funny, like, growing up in L.A., everybody's like, oh, you're so New york You have such a New York vibe. But then when I moved to New York, everyone's like, oh, Cali, Cali's in the house. Every, like everybody would kind of like make fun of the way I talk because I was from Cali. So I don't know. I think I have a little bit of both. You know and what's also so funny cares? is I do, <laughs> I do think you have a little like East Coast vibe. Yeah, people say that. I think it's just because I was raised by a um, person from Brooklyn. Yeah, that does make sense. Wow. Okay, so you're here. You're in sunny California. You got butter, Parmesan, lasagna noodles. You want to be skinny, but you aren't, like, really worried about it too much. Is that kind of? Oh, I was obsessed with it. I was on every diet you you could imagine. I was very worried about it. Oh, yeah. I had an older cousin who lived with us that would just, he was, you know, not the kindest he was a little bit of a bully and he would definitely comment on my weight all the time. And I had a big complex about it. And I was on Jenny Craig. I did Weight Watchers. I I remember like some like in the back of some magazine seeing an ad for a, uh, like a booklet that's a workout booklet. And I was like trying to do the workouts. But like it was just like nothing. It was like, you know, sit ups like it was just like yeah. do 10 of these. It wasn't anything. I was so young. I didn't know anything. Um, But yeah, I tried every diet you can imagine. I would starve myself like so much, so many things. Um, Some things worked, but um, it just, you know, yo-yoed throughout my life. Our stories, other than I did not grow up in Los Angeles, I'm like, God, they sound so similar right now. Really? I, I did attempt to play basketball, but that was uh, that was You're a very good. short you were, attempt. You, didn't you do the basketball league when we did all those the comedy basketball league? Oh, oh, I did do it, um, but I was on a good team. I am not good, and but I am um, deceptive because I seem like I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but get the ball to me, and it is a it is a nightmare for everyone. Yeah, same. We do have a lot in common. Although I didn't, I didn't make. No one thought I knew what I was doing, so I didn't. I wasn't able mm. to hide that. I, I think if I went back now, I could do it. But I just, yeah, no. 
I'm so bad at it, and I like jammed all my fingers. <laughs> I was yeah, like, get me out of here. I was. This is not worth it. I really was like, we're all barely on insurance. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I saw a girl break her. All in our mid to late 30s. Yeah. I saw like a girl break her ankle. Gashes like, on their forehead, <laughs> just mm-hmm. like trying Pretty badass, to actually. Prove a point that we still got it. Yeah. Um. Okay, so you're doing diets. God. Yeah. I, did you like Weight Watchers? Weight Watchers was the one that I think I stuck with the closest. Um, I mean, I didn't, I would, you know, maybe do something for a month and then it would go away. My mom would take yeah. me to Jenny Craig. She would buy me all this prepackaged food and I would just eat too much of that food. And it was just not, it just didn't work. I just, you know, I wasn't really thinking about what I was doing. I was just sort yeah. of like, you know, numb and mindlessly going through life. Was was that a part of your like parents' life, like family? Like, was were they eating healthy, or were they kind of doing the fads too? Oh no! All everything that I like, I mean, everything I learned came from the parents. My dad, who I wasn't that close with, was a healthy eater. He had a little veggie garden. He didn't really, he, you know, like he sat down every night to eat dinner with his wife and kid. And my, I lived with my mom and my sister and like other side of the family. And like, that was like chaos and Brooklyn and like yelling. And, you know, my mom's a smoker <laughs> and she would smoke and like, here's your chicken cutlets. And like, it was just like not the same <laughs> vibe as like my dad who was like, he goes on hikes. And he, like, you know, saved his cottage cheese containers to make, you know, like, as Tupperware. Like, he was so different than my mom. And so... That sounds like you now. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I'm just... The thing is, is that I'm more mindful. And I have a... I've done a ton of therapy, a ton of self-work, so much personal development. I'm able to have self-compassion. I'm able to be mindful. I'm in my body. I'm, like, so different than I was back then. I was kind of just surviving back then. Yeah, so when did that shift start happening? Really recently, honestly. Um, I became so traumatized by diets that I shut down and shut off. And... For like three years, I would not work out. It was right after I, I started going to Go Tribe. Right after that, I also had a lot going on professionally. I built my brick and mortar, which was extremely stressful. I just didn't have the bandwidth to move my body. And I was looking at it as a means to be skinny only, as I had done my whole life. And I was thin yeah. for a lot of time. Like there was a time where I was like, borderline orthorexic, which I'm not sure if you've ever like heard that term. Yeah. Um, I think I hit that for a moment. I think, and I, I don't know if that's like trigger warning, but I think I definitely ha- was orthorexic for a time where I got really, really thin. I was working out with a trainer three times a week. I was like, not, I was just over the top eating so strictly. And I was like, I just want to yeah. see what it would be like to be skinny for once in my life. And I'm going to do it until I do it. And I'm going to show everyone that I can be skinny. And then for, you know, I have so much belief and attachment to what it means to be skinny. Skinny, I put in quotes, like thin, a thin person. Yeah. 
Um, and so I just had a ton of baggage with all the diets I've been on because it was never out of love. A diet was only out of of wanting to change myself because I needed to fix myself because I wasn't good enough. I was bad. And so mm. that's that was why I did it. Even when I went to Go yeah. Tribe, it was like, how can I get skinny so I could be pretty? Or like that people will like think highly of me or whatever. Um, and it was just like a very negative mindset. And so recently, I actually, two years ago, things started to change. I went to a place called Hoffman, which is in Northern California. It's a seven day therapy retreat and it changed my whole life. It helped me. It's really mm -hmm. about like um, your relationship with your parents and what patterns come up in your life now. But um, it showed me about, it showed me self-compassion and it showed me that I don't have to fix myself. It showed me I can work out to be strong. I can work out to love myself, to feel better. Never on my radar before, ever. Mm. Yeah. God, I'm just like, are we the same person? Really? I just feel, I just, res I just, I, I resonate with what you're saying so much because I think, I mean, you've seen me at, I don't speak the name of that place anymore, but you've seen me there. <laughs> um, but like, I, I would say I was probably at least borderline orthorexic when I was there. At least borderline, if not fully. Oh, I thought you were talking about been. UCB. Oh, you're oh, talking no. about Go Tribe. Go Tribe. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, hot tea coming in. Wait, no, but you're not was, you're um, not on good terms with them. Oh, we can't talk about it on a podcast, but I can talk to you about it later. <laughs> what? Oh, I'd you know love to talk funny? to you about it later. <laughs> One of the coaches there, I was going to, I tried OA for a while, Overeaters Anonymous. Mm -hmm. And I, one of the coaches there, she was like, oh, I've been through OA, so I can help coach you. And I was like, oh my God, that would be amazing. I, I never ended up doing it, but it was like, I was like, I just need someone who can meet me where I am and stop pushing me to be skinnier or stop like, um, I was like so traumatized. I don't know if traumatized is the right word, but had such a fear around someone else saying I should be thin because I'd done it to myself yeah. so much my whole life. But I'm very curious yeah. to know what happened at Goat Tribe. Oh my God. <laughs> um, well, I, um, I, by the way, I couldn't go later. back there <laughs> because they pushed so hard that I became like, I had trouble digesting. <clears throat> this was right when I was doing my build out and I had um, gastritis and I couldn't digest. And they were like, you should come every day. You should be here all the time. And I was like, not, I was like, that's not me listening to my body. And yeah. There's such a fine line between, okay, am I listening to my body or am I being lazy or am I like, what is it? Yeah. And is yep. it okay to listen to my body? Because we're taught with our hustle culture to go, go, go. But sometimes yep. I just feel like I have to slow down. I, That's yeah. been one of the biggest shifts for me leaving a a high pressure gym like that one um was to now I have a membership to an LA fitness that's three and a half minutes from my home and 
No one cares if I go or not. No one checks my food logs. No one um, makes me feel good or feel bad about anything I do there. And I have gotten the chance, and I also have worked with a therapist about it too, but gotten the chance to be like, every morning I get to check in with myself and go like, well, what is it today? And I think a lot of people fear that because they fear, well, then I'll just fall off the wagon. Um, and that is always a like that could always happen. But then I'm like, well, then maybe that wasn't the right wagon for you. Like find the wagon that works for you. This one won't probably work for me for the rest of my life because I do like a group setting. I do like to be pushed. Um, but this has really helped like me navigate kind of like, what do I need today? And that shift, having nobody like give me praise for working so hard or having someone be like, Aaron, um, I see you have three late cancels in the last 16 business days. Um, what's up? <laughs> You're like, okay, well, my life is falling apart. Um, <laughs> so I guess here's $60 and leave me alone. So I think it has been really good for me to just be the captain of my own ship and trust myself. And also to stop trying. I also like tried to be skinny. I wanted to be skinny. I also, I wanted to know what it felt like. I and I, at a certain point it was working. And so I just kept going and going and going. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I'm five, nine, like five, nine, five, ten ish. And so like, I got down to like 140 pounds and that's a really low body weight for someone of that height. And for like, that was like, I had never in my wildest dreams thought I could be that weight. Mm -hmm. And I only say that that number because I do think people like I always grew up thinking 120 pounds was like the most a, a girl was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so like I just was like I always thought oh I gotta be that 120 pounds. But I so I for me my body at 140 pounds I could not sustain that weight unless I was sad mm -hmm. and depressed and going through trauma. Because that's when I got down to that weight was when I was going through the craziest times of my life. And as soon as I started to like be happier, eat more food, I, my weight started to creep up. Boop, 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 boop. And then I started to panic. Like, so work out harder. Try, I, I just was like, I'll try to be sad. Like, what, what am I sad oh about? Oh my today? God, no. Like, it was just like, I was crazy. And then, yeah. and then I was also like not getting the praise anymore from the place I was going and from the gym I was going to, cause I was now gaining weight. And what does that mean? And so I had to kind of, kind of come to terms with like, Hey, when I was 140 pounds, guess what? That was stressful. <laughs> and that was really hard to maintain. What does that say? Maybe my body doesn't like being that weight. Okay, mm -hmm. well then what do we do? Where do we go from here? Because we did the thing we tried to do our whole life. We did it. 
it was cool for a second. You, you got to take a couple pics. That's what I did. And then you, you move on. And I, it's, I feel like I've seen a lot of people online. So they're strangers. I don't know them all. But a lot of people talking about like at my, like at my like peak physique time in my life, I was doing XYZ that was really unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me really like kind of look twice at people who are on that journey because I just want to say like, do that if you have to do it. Cause I think I had to do it. I, I wish I could have like found a way around it. Um, now I've done it and now I'm like, just please, you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to like, take your body down this road that will require recovery and <laughs> whatever, you know, everyone's recovery is different, but that's, it's just not, it's not the point. The point can be to feel strong. The point can be that, that I can, my body is almost, I'm like, I think I'm like 80 pounds heavier than that now. And I'm like, my body has a sustaining life. I am like, I haven't well, had hip pain once. You're pregnant. Yeah, no, I, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, like my bot, like I hear other stories about people's bodies that like ache and I'm like, my body actually feels really good. It only hurts like starting now. Like, I'm like, I made it 34 weeks before my knees started to give me a little bit of pushback but so I'm like my body is strong I need to like that can be the focus you know instead of it being like well crap I gained another 15 pounds Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyways wow I just went off on a tangent but this stuff this is why I care about fitness this is why I this is why I never went to work at that gym this is one of the like this is why I do my training differently and this is what made me like want to reach out to your trainer because I well I'll I'll let you get into that but like your trainer I was like oh she's training people that I respect and that's like always like an indication to me of like Hmm. there must be something good happening here that I would like to because I'm a trainer from the pandemic times I don't have a lot of trainer like friends. I work alone. I don't have like coworkers. And so I'm always like, who's training people in a way that I, that I would like want them like to like encourage me, me encourage them like, like cohort with, Mm -hmm. you know? So, Mm -hmm. wow. That was a lot. My trainer is so great. And I feel like I need a trainer for accountability and to push me. Um, and yeah, I, I actually love think her. everyone needs one. You don't need one forever. Like I truly believe you don't need one for like the whole your whole life. But to have one, use them for a while. If it's like becomes too expensive, back off. Go again when you can. But it does. I have a trainer. I, I see him once a week. It's great. Yeah, yeah. If I didn't have her, and also I only go to her twice a week, but the results are crazy. And then I do like, I love training mate, which is like a fun class. It's, it's just like a fun, goofy class. Um, and is it Australian? Yeah, it's Australian. Yeah. Wait, someone has talked about it on this podcast before. 
It's just what a really it? fun class. I go to the Studio City one, and it's like you you can easily get hurt there if you don't understand how to, you know, work out. So I, I like that I have a trainer because some of the things they do, they'll use the same weight for like two separate muscles and the same movement, which is not like, I'm like, why am I using the same weight for this shoulder as I am for the bicep or whatever it is? So I know myself well enough to know, you know, what I can handle and I'll modify stuff based on what I know I can do. But, um, but yeah, like, I do that once a week and I see my trainer twice a week. The, the One of the things I love about my trainer, Michelle, is that she and she's body by Mish on Instagram and stuff. Everybody go follow mm-hmm. her. Um, yeah. One great. of the things I love about her is that before in the past, she knows a little bit about my past. I'm like, I've never, ever cared about being feeling strong and feeling good. This is the first time ever. But um she, if I feel like I, I just, can't, I don't like, she was having me do, she wanted me to do 30 pounds in each hand, um, walking lunges recently. And I was like, Oof, that is, girl, that is so hard. T- like, why are we pushing to an 11? I need to push to a nine. I'll do 25s. Let me do 25s for, for a while. And she was like, she's like, I hear you. I think you can do thirties, but today, you know, like we had like a full on conversation. I'm like, for the most part, you can push me as hard as you want, but there's certain movements that for whatever reason, I don't know if it's somatic trauma, what's stored in my body. I just don't know. There's certain things that freak me out a little bit. (laughs) Like, I don't want to push that hard where I can't get up. Like, I don't need to go that hard. I told her. My goal is to have consistency and not scare myself away. Like, I'm like, it's like very delicate right now. If we push too hard and I get scared, I'm going to bounce. And I don't want that. And I told her, we just like, we had a heart to heart and she's so sweet. And she was like, okay, how about this? What if you did, you know, 12 reps at 25 or 18 reps at 22 and a half, you know, or something like that. She's like, gives me like mm, different, yeah. like you can do the lower options. weight. And I was like, okay, I might be getting the weights wrong. But anyway, I think, you know, but there's certain movements that kind of freak me out. And she has been so kind and patient with me on this journey. I'm only, I've only been with her for maybe five months. Um, and it's just like, it's just beautiful how she's, guiding me into this next chapter of like getting me stronger. Yeah. And she's super patient with me. And so I want to get stronger, but I don't want to push myself so hard that it's not fun. I don't want to be like dreading it. Like, you know, so I want to make sure it stays fun. I'm able to do it. Yes, I'm pushing myself, but let me push to a nine, not to an 11 where I'm like crying, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I the love fact that. that I'm in the room is huge for me. So I told her that yeah. I was like, I'm here in this room at 7 a.m. This is a big like I made it. I did it, you know, so like yeah. we could push, but like maybe not today. I'll get to the point maybe where I can push harder more often. But and I've already done that. Like I used to not be able to do anything with the TRX. And now like I'm almost completely inverted like I can do so much. It's so cool. 
It's so oh crazy. I'm like, gosh. and also just, she makes me feel like I can do things. Like she believes in me way more than I do in the beginning, especially. Cause I'm like, I can't do that because I didn't have evidence of the contrary. And so working out with a trainer, right. you start to, to get evidence and your subconscious, it goes mm-hmm. from, there's no evidence there's, that's impossible to wait a minute. Wait, really? Let me try it. Oh shit. I can do it. Okay. Well then here we go. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, you know, doing crazy high weights. She, she lifts heavy. That's her whole thing. We don't do any conditioning, yeah. no burpees, no pushing something heavy across the room. Like none of that. That's why I like <laughs> training mate though. Cause training mate, you're jumping all over the place. But with Michelle, it's just like heavy weights. Just lift. Yeah. Yeah. Really heavy. And I feel so strong and my back pain has gone away. And if it doesn't go away, she's mm. taught me some movements that I do in the morning that really open up my back, my especially like upper back, upper back mobility. Oh She's my awesome. gosh. I love her. God bless. God bless Michelle. Upper Body back mobility. <laughs> yeah. Body the book me. openers. Like those are so Oh yeah. Good. These guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love, I didn't, I've never heard it called that, but that is exactly what my brain did. So great name. Book mm-hmm. openers. I actually went to a physical therapist that talked, that told me that that's what they were called. I've, so the whole journey to find Michelle started at Hoffman two yeah. years ago. So this is, it's not like I just started to feel this way. It's like Michelle has really helped me see, oh, I can do these things and I can do it consistently. Um, but the self-love started at Hoffman and that started and I started to see a personal um, a, a PT, a physical therapist, because I had like a hip flexor problem. And um, I realized like I just had to strengthen. If only I had known I am, you know, yeah. as a dog groomer and a business owner, there's like a lot of stress and I'm working out, you know, working in a physical job and my back was always yeah. hurting. And who knew strengthening your body makes it feel better? Like who knew? Who knew? I know. If only my, well, also, my younger self knew. Taking the time to work with a physical therapist is something that I like. I wish that I could like just hand deliver my clients to a, like a, pers- a physical therapist because because we all have held our body in one weird way our whole life, or we've slept wonky for the last 15 years or like every hip flexors off. And then that makes the other side of your body stronger or weaker. You know, it's just like, we all have all of these imbalances and taking a second to work with the, I'm talking like America has easy to manage healthcare, but it's like just finding a, a physical therapist to help you kind of reset and understand your body to then send you on to the next to strengthen. God, what a dream. What yeah. a dream. Yeah. I love that. That's how I got started okay. on the journey. It was just like paying attention to my body. Slowly. Yeah. And then looking at um, movement as moving energy through my body and not trying to be skinny. Yeah. Just move your body with love. Just get the energy flowing through. That's it. That's how I started my, I I have a therapist and I was like, for some reason I am paralyzed. Like I cannot do it. 
it's like a switch is off. I can't go to the gym. I can't walk. I can't do anything physical. I don't know what's wrong with me. I just cannot do it. And I think it was like, I don't know. My, I was just like, I had it. It was like a paralyzing feeling of it being completely unable to. And she said, just think about moving energy through your body. Just think about that. Do a 10 minute walk. And I did it here and there. But seeing the, the physical therapy, by the way, it was like right down the street from my shop and I saw it every day and I was like, one day I'm going to go and like months went by and then finally I went and then they were like mm. doing a little bit of Pilates and doing a little bit of this stuff and I was like, oh, feels pretty good to like move my body, you know? And so anyway, it was like a very long, slow journey back to myself. Man, good for you though for doing it. And for taking the time because your body will thank you for strengthening what needed to be strengthened so that you can like live a full life. That is, that is the gift to give to our listeners is like this, it can be about aesthetics. If that's your thing, then that's your thing. But it can also just be about how do I do my job without feeling like I'm going to like die every day when I get home from from work yeah I felt so bad yeah I had digestion problems I mean I still kind of have digestion problems but like I I just feel so much better in my body and I'm like still very much on the journey I still have good days and bad like it's like so like every day but for the most part like at least I have the self-love and I'm not trying to only be skinny like at this point I'm happy with my weight like it's I'm you know I feel pretty cute I feel pretty good um sure could I lose a little bit sure but like you know I'm pretty happy and so um you know it's I'm not like beating myself up constantly the way I used to um so that feels really nice yeah um, what are some of your favorite moves in strength training? Um, I love like hip thrusts. What are they called? Like with the Smith machine? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Hip thrusts or glute bridges. Yeah. I love on. this. I love a single leg glute bridge. I love RDLs. <gasps> Oh my God. Yeah. Single leg glute bridges are hard. Well, I, I mean, I, I do it on the floor and she has me put a weight on the working leg and I cross the non-working leg over that leg. So it feels like a okay, really, it's yeah. like a figure four and it feels like a really mm. nice stretch when I'm doing it. Yeah. Ooh, and I, should try that. I just, and honestly, as much as I shit talk those walking lunges after my first set, <laughs> I feel so alive. I feel awake. She is working. She's alive. I'm like, I am here as much as it, as it sucks during it. I'm like, wow. Right after I'm buzzing, it's like a high, like it's crazy. Oh, I love lunges are so hard. Yeah. And I love doing, um, anything with the, like a clamshell gluteus medius, like anything like there. I love Mm. like the burn of that is fun. And I just feel like those are cool and fun. I enjoy those. Yeah. I, that's, um, we're now the opposite. We're now the opposite. (laughs) We were tracking. So I do love, okay. What do you love? I love, love, I love all deadlifts. All okay. deadlifts I love. 
I I'm love, not good um, at, I'm not good at having the straps on my hands for a heavy lift. I don't, I, I don't strap on my hands. Um, okay. I guess I, I guess I could at some point, but that's, I just, I just, uh, chalk up. I'm just yeah. a chalk girl. Um, I love squatting and I love arms, anything arms I love. Okay. Uh, that's not true. Not anything. I ha- absolutely hate push-ups and uh, chin-ups. Yes. But that's because I'm bad at them. <laughs> Same. But I love a bench press. I love a bicep curl. I love a shoulder press. Um, yeah. Triceps. I love, I, I, you know, but I, no, love, I, was... um, I love hearing what people love at the gym because I think it's usually what we're kind of naturally good at. Yeah. Um, and that also challenges us. So it's like, mm-hmm. I love hearing it. I um, was, brush, I was brushing about? my teeth the other day and like I noticed my, like the indent of my bicep. Oh, yes. Yes. And I was like, excuse me, ma'am? Excuse I me. Love and it. I went to show Eric. My, um, my shirt's too tight, but like, it's so nice. It's like really pretty. I'm like, wow, I have a little muscle. Although my left side is just not as big as the right. And I try to work it out, but it just doesn't seem as cut as the right side. It's a bummer. That's normal. That's normal. You could do you could do like a left side day, um, but who has the time? You who know, has the time. <laughs> it's okay. Who has the time? Um, oh, oh, what I was going to say was uh, food. Has food? Have you leveled up? I know you've leveled up. So this is yeah. Me pretending. Like I want to. I, I want to say one know. more thing. Before, when I first started, okay. when I first I'll started working out with this trainer, <laughs> I couldn't even do one lunge without supporting myself oh, on wow. something. I had oh to hold gosh. on to something. That's how weak I was after two, three years without oh working gosh. out. I had no muscle. And now you're doing Now I'm doing 30s. Thir- well, no, I've talked her down to 25s, but still 50 pound okay. walking 25s lunges. Are in- it's still intense. Yes. It's intense. That's incredible. So anyway, I, I went from not being able to do a single lunge without holding on to something like a wall or something to now I can walk across a room with weights. Anyway, let's talk about food. I just think it's That's really incredible. Crazy. Yeah. I do think that lunges are, I think they're one of the hardest moves in the gym, if not like the hardest of leg moves. And I think for you to have a trainer to teach you how to do a lunge correctly. I'm like, if for no other reason, go to a trainer because mm-hmm. I see people in the gym doing lunges all sorts of crazy ways. And I'm oh, just like, yeah. you're going to send yourself to a PT for a bad reason, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I love that. And I love being able to see that like so fast, five months. I mean, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. Twice a week. That's okay. Sorry. Last sermon, I swear to God. And then I want to hear about your nutrition, which is people think you have to do strength training or cardio every single day. You do not. You just don't. In fact, a lot of people need rest for their muscles to recover. So that doesn't mean that you like have to like lay on your bed for a whole day to rest. Like you can still like go on a walk if you want, play tennis, do whatever you want. But like you don't have to be killing yourself in the gym every single day to get results. Jess couldn't do a supported lunge or couldn't do a walking lunge five months ago and now can do walking lunges with weights in each hand 
up to 25 pounds in each hand. Okay? So twice a week, boom, roasted. All right, tell us about your nutrition because I've had some of your food and it's incredible. <laughs> it's been a oh, while, man. so I'm sure you've gotten better. Well, actually, I've st- I stopped like cooking and baking like I used to just because I have a business now. It's like... It's like, oh, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) I don't have kids. (laughs) I don't have kids, but it seems, it feels like my business is a kid and like all my employees are my kids. Like it it feels like that. And I just feel very needed. And so I don't, I mean, I, that's not true. Like I still have energy to cook sometimes, but just not like I used to. A little bit, a little bit. So I'm getting back into it. Like I'm making kombucha again, which is fun. But um, it's so fun. So easy. Uh, Anyway, yeah, my nutrition is, I, I was um, having some gallbladder issues. So I mm. have to, I can't eat fried foods or, you know, super high fat foods in, or, or like huge meals. Because when you eat a large, yeah. large meal, your gallbladder has to squeeze really hard to help digest. Um, and so like, I have to be mindful about that. But I, like I said before, I have good days and bad days. I'm just, you know, if I eat something that's not great for my gallbladder, I'll try to do it in moderation just a little bit. Um, I was working with a gallbladder nutritionist. I realized talking about all these PTs and the nutritionist and my, you know, my trainer, like I realized I'm privileged and and I'm able to have all that. But um, I prioritize it. So like, you know. If like someone's listening to this and they're like, well, I can't afford a trainer or whatever. I prioritized it. I, I like, you know, it matters. Like you can find someone even on YouTube to help you. Um, but yeah. And I, and I did that for a while too. There are inexpensive trainers. There are ways to, there are ways to find, find, yeah. mm-hmm. find it. It's because I was always working on mind, you know, it's like mind, body, spirit. I just was always like on the mind and the spirit and I was never working on the body. And I'm like, I can't enjoy any of these things I'm building if I don't have a body to enjoy it with. So that's really where like it's all started. So just, yeah, just I try to, I, you know, get, get in my protein, you know, I just made some hard boiled yeah. eggs for the week before I started, before we did our our podcast. I have some chicken in the oven. Well, it's out of the oven now, but, you know, <laughs> just trying to, I have a lettuce grow, which is this really cool freestanding, Ooh. like it grows herbs and lettuce and veggies. It's wonderful. Actually, it was given to me by my friend who moved to Montecito and she, um, it's so cool. But I grow my I own get one lettuces. Of these. Yeah, they're pricey, but I mean, after having it for you know six months or something, it'll pay for itself. Maybe not. Maybe a year. It's like five hundred bucks. But I know. I just I feel like great. we're going through lettuce. Like yeah, if you're going through crazy, lettuce, so then like, get hey, a lettuce grow. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, ours is outside, but they I have indoor that. ones too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're so you're you're in it but you're not full out. No way. I won't ever be full out again. I will okay. do it f- from a place of love and mindfulness, not yes. ever from a place of trying to lose weight. I just will never do that again. Yeah. God. God bless the broken road that led me to you, you know? <sighs> yeah. 
that's a Rascal Flat song in case you thought I just Beautiful. made that up. I did. I did. <laughs> I thought you made it up. And I was like, that's actually really beautiful. God bless the broken road. That's the handheld mic talking. Because I never sang into that was so this beautiful. podcast before. Um, thank you. <laughs> okay, one more weird coincidence about the two of us is my mom was like, be careful with your gallbladder. And I was really? like, oh. And she said, I had to have mine removed six weeks after you were born. Mm-hmm. And it's very common when it's, it's like something about gallbladders and reproductive times in your life. So she was like, it could happen to you where you have like my gallbladder like does something freaking crazy. Who knows? So I'm on high yeah. alert for my gallbladder to blow yeah. up or something. I found out that so, my it's very, very pregnant women are very high risk. And it's so common. And also I found out not only did my, both of my grandmothers had their gallbladders removed and my aunt had her gallbladder removed. And I had no idea that it was, I think it's also hereditary. My sister's fine. My mom's fine. Yeah. Also, you can live with gallstones and it doesn't, like you can, I've been told you can live with gallstones and it's okay. A lot of people live with gallstones. It's very normal and common, but you just have to be mindful of your gallbladder. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just the high fat. Just be careful of high fat yeah. foods. Yeah, that's all. My body is, uh, now that you say that like uh, that, I'm like, yeah, my body does not love high fat foods. I just assumed it was because um, th- it's a high fat food. <laughs> Yeah. But it might be because my gallbladder is is starting to rumble in the Bronx. No, maybe, and but no. <laughs> I'll knock my on gallbladder, some later. Hopefully we're my okay. My gallbladder was like, give me all the mac and cheese. Uh, but then it started feeling sicky. <laughs> mac and cheese is like my biggest like food that I love so much. Like just that's my, my weak spot. Have you had... The mac and cheese that's like high protein called Goodles. No. Oh my gosh. Okay. Will you I send don't it know. to me? Will you send me Absolutely. that? Will you text it to me? Okay. A hundred percent. It is so good. It has high protein. And I've talked about it on this podcast before. Ryan made me get out like a box of it and like read the back uh, for everyone to hear it. But you do have to eat a lot of it to get to the 14 grams. But hey, oh, I, darn. I did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, tough, tough, tough job. Someone's got to do it. Um, so I'll send it. I'll send it to you. I, I've just seen them now at Target, too, but they were at Whole Foods. I haven't seen them at like Ralph's, but Whole Foods and Target so far. Okay. So I'm keeping my eye out. I'll okay. send it to you. Goodles. And I'll uh, send you all the gossip, too. Okay. I love that. You know that's gonna, coming in. Yeah, I'm going to try it. And I want the um, Okay. And listen, it, the, the, um, I've tried a lot of like protein, fake, not fake protein, but, you know, protein things, things that were cookies and now are protein cookies, mac and cheese, now protein mac and cheese. I've done, yeah. I've tried them all. And this, I stand behind 100%. It's okay. incredible. Okay. So, 
Done. So um, well, Jess, is there anywhere people can find you, follow you, your content? Hit us with those <laughs> hot, hot deets. Jess Rona grooming everywhere. There it is. Love it. So easy. I love just, it. Love it. I just launched a YouTube channel where I do like really cute little dog grooming things. And yeah, yeah, Jess Rona grooming everywhere. It really is incredible. Or honestly, you do incredible work. I also want to build my personal Instagram. It's Jess Rona. I'll be posting more of my personal stuff in there. Like I just started doing stand up. I just started doing some like other things that are really fun and I'll put it in there. I have noticed you've been, you've been back. You were quiet yep. for a while. You've been back. She's back. She's you weren't back. quiet. You were just quiet on your personal one, you know? So. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. You back baby. Well, do you want to do the sign off with me? Yeah, please. What do we do? Okay, so this is what we do. I'm going to go blah, 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 blah. I'm going to say a bunch of shit. Then I'm going to say, train dirty. And then you're going to say, eat clean. Okay. And then together we're going to say, live in between. Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. All right. (gasps) On behalf of me... Ryan Stinger, wherever you are, our incredible guest, Jess Rona, we'd like to remind everybody out there listening to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. And and live live in between. between. (laughs) I got excited. (laughs) Bye. We did it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.